Hello and welcome to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast produced by me, Fraser McGrew, for Aleph Insights. In this series of podcasts, we take a look at interesting topics and discuss what we think they tell us about analysis and decision making. I'm here with Chris Ragg, Nick Hare and Jordan Fermanis of Aleph Insights. And this week we're discussing to-do lists. I think, Nick, you're kicking us off. Um, but do you, do you keep to-do lists? I've got much a much more sophisticated system than oh, that. Oh, God. There's okay. a hierarchy. Right. It's not exact. I don't. I'm actually not a big to-do list guy, but I've managed all of my other systems so that they're effectively a functional to-do list. So uh, my... Wait, uh, wait, yes. wait. So before we hit, get onto the hair sort of yeah. to-do list um, universe... Yeah. Chris, everyone keeps to-do lists. Chris, do you keep? Yes, I keep to-do yeah. lists. Yes. And digital or just good old Paper fashion? and pen. Paper and pen. Uh, Jordan? Not really. Just no. not at all? Yeah. Uh, occasionally. So I'm interested to see how things get done um, with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, or not. And, yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. I have, I've got everything. You know, I have, man, I have pen and paper. I've got, I've, I've got full-on technology apps. And I've got also even halfway in between where you can write stuff down on use, reusable notepads, which also goes onto the internet. Yeah, so I've got, I've got them all. But I'm rubbish. I, you know, I'm not sure to what extent I get stuff done. Let's hear about um, the the Nick Hair thing. Well, well, so we, so we haven't talked about why we want to talk about this. But anyway, you, no, no, you no, go we'll on. Cover that. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, are, are they a good idea? I think it's the gist. Or, or do they actually prevent you from getting stuff, the really important stuff done? But I mean, basically, I have, and I think the reason we're talking about this yeah. is probably my feeling that I'm slightly tyrannised. Yeah. by my own system because I you know and I, I feel like I'm pretty productive yeah and and it's based on this system where so first of all I'm an inbox zero guy now that means that most of the time I don't actually have an empty inbox but my aim is to get to an empty inbox and and that, I mean of course email inbox it sounds like you're creating dissatisfaction um, in your life about, Go on. right but about 10 minutes every hour or something of that order I will go into my email you know see if there's anything new look at the typically five or six things that are in there and think which one am I doing next I've got to do one of them and obviously the one at the bottom I the oldest one gets kind of priority so this suggests you don't have email notifications turned on right do you? I, I no, I, I certainly don't have notifications I bloody hate them yeah. right but the point is that so email is my primary task management system okay now you, you're going to say but what if there's a task that isn't an email aha here's my answer is that uh, if I need to do something next Wednesday I will put a, a calendar reminder in um, to my calendar and it will pop up in my inbox yeah so basically that's the way I do it so and I think almost everything is either an e- in my emails or it's gonna be because it's in my calendar and, and 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 if I put something in my calendar it will get done like I will definitely do it and and I have a, a, a kind of incentive to do it because I would keep I want I desperately want to finish uh, my inbox and get it empty and I and I am not a kind of sit down what five things do I have to do today kind of guy because I know that I can only ever do about one thing a day but you know this system at least means so if I want if I'm going to have a bath I know I have to actually make time for that that goes in the calendar um you know it's other people think this is ridiculous but that is how I get stuff done is I go what's in the you know practice practice the piano because you've got your lesson on Thursday it's like everything is in there and and so I know that I will get to it um chris yeah i mean i mean i think um i i think to-do lists exist f- 
for everybody in some sense, right? I mean, uh, in some form or another, that that there's something fundamental about them. I mean, if you look at, um, if you if you look at, you know, if you look at the birth of writing, for example, you know, five and a half thousand years ago in, in Mesopotamia, uh, and and subsequently, you know created in other places around the, the the world in in parallel you know mesoamerica you know a few thousand years later and so on and you look at what the writing was for mm. instantly you know when it was in its more pictographic form very often it is about it is about lists of things it's keeping track of things they're inventories they might not be lists of things to do but arguably an inventory is 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 similar to a to-do list in that it's about keeping track of things you have to manage or complete or make sure you don't lose you know um and so so i think you know one of our most fundamental forms of communication was kind of born from this idea of creating lists so we could you know we could keep track of things that we're unable to hold in our head and that's really what a what a, a list is and but more than that it's about it's about a to-do list is about our intent made manifest right the act of writing it down is explicitly acknowledging to ourselves there is a thing a thing to do and you know you've conceptualized it and you've, you've put it down so i think a to-do list is something incredibly fundamental to our our way of um managing tasks life everything yeah everything getting through this life yeah so how you are you are you are you just a pen and paper guy? Pen and paper guy, and every so often uh, the old list gets binned, and I you know the few remaining things on it I I put on a, I do on that on the list, but I, you know I think it's really instructive what what goes on the list, right? You know I mean you don't you don't put have breakfast on your list. I mean you know with the, the unless you're Nick Hare, unless yeah. you're Nick Hare, yeah, you know you know so so it's obviously it's obviously not about the maintenance of the routine it's about things that either you feel the requirement to write down and commit to or that you think you might forget otherwise so but i think mm. you know i think what goes on the to-do list is very instructive about what these things are i mean and also one of the good things i, I one of the things i think that's nice on a to-do list put your bath in there is that you don't have to think about it anymore but right. also you've we'll created the time i think we'll get to that yeah but first yeah. i want to know how the hell jordan is even yeah. alive absolutely well before we do though this. before we do what both you and i know chris and something that nick is missing out on life is that physical crossing off yeah. of something on a list that's really nice i want to talk about priorities in a bit but anyway and that goes back to what goes on the list as well uh jordan how you look like an organized chap you're <laughs> you're dressed you're shaved you've got socks and shoes on mm. you know you look how nice is he doing this? <laughs> yeah how... his email inbox telling him to shave yeah so what's going on how do you organize i, I think uh, as chris is, i think i do have a, a to-do list but it's a mental i think i keep a mental to-do list um, but that doesn't that drive you mental? I mean, <laughs> not really, because I'm slowly sort of uh, inevitably things get missed. But I think they do with to do lists as, as well, or things get sort of left off. Um, but no, I just I See, guess I'm just not in out, the just habit hearing right yeah. of things. I have calendar. Missed. I have a cal- I have a keep a calendar. I guess a, a sort an of electronic di- a di- one. Electronic yeah. one. Um, which I suppose is some kind of to do list, but. Yeah, no, I just, you just keep it in your head. Yeah, I, I think there is a there is an element which is that the world world will remind you of those things that are, um, you know, essential, like eating breakfast, you know, or 
you know other bodily functions you know you don't you don't have to tell yourself to do those they they will come about likewise you don't have to remind yourself to um you know to run away if a if a a, bear lion, a lion shows up yeah, or something yeah, yeah. you know that those are so oh, well here's a question so well, 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 hang well, on i think wait i think the thing is that chris has described the exact opposite of to-do list people and in a way i'm a bit envious of them well look right? this, this so, is what i'm going to ask about nick right. so because what i'm interested to know jordan yeah. if 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 someone who knows you well and they were asked to describe you do you think that that person would say that you're organized um and the reason why I ask that is I think anyone who would be asked to describe Nick would say, no, he's not very organised. They yeah. might be right or wrong, but that's what they might say. But And we've talked about this on a podcast before, which is designing systems around your life, is that you need those systems, mm. uh, Nick, as do I, to keep you organised. Okay, And maybe you're just a naturally... You got it together, Jordan. I you think know? I'm I mean, organised, but I think sometimes I might... Not everything gets ticked off. Which, okay. But I'm not sure that's the same thing as being organised. Mm, okay, um, no, I think, but I think that's absolutely right. I mean, that's the key thing. It's like I, I feel it's almost a hare and tortoise situation. Is that naturally organised people, people who can remember stuff and will do them and will think, oh, you know what? It's been a couple of days since I had a bath. I'll I'll have one. They feel that they don't really need to do lists, and I know that I'm not like that. Right. That I won't have a bath unless I actually put it in the calendar. Yeah. I will not occur to me, you know, to do that. And so and um, uh, and I think in a way that means uh, I end up actually being more organized. I, yeah. I, I feel like most of the time it's me sending an email to someone to say, here's the thing that we need to do. You know, how are you getting on with this thing? Like, because I've got a reminder and it says we've got to set up this meeting. So I'm like, well, OK, well, I, I, it's almost always me doing that it's like i'm gonna but the alternative of course and and as i said people i'm quite sort of envious of are the as chris put it the world will remind you kind of people where Mm. look if this was actually important someone would phone me up and say where's that thing and then i'd do it Mm. i can't i can't live that way yeah i i want to mention the zygonic effect but um well it's it's uh it's really the jumping off point for the kind of theory here Mm. but the zygonic effect was it's a russian um psychologist who um bloomer zygonic yeah who had uh basically looked at the fact that waiters um well good waiters you know in a in a nice restaurant will simply remember your order right you know that you go and you a really good restaurant where they don't even write it down they just listen to what you're saying and they go off and out comes your, uh, you know, food with the shaved truffles. I've never it. been to a good enough restaurant right. yet. But, but I, I mean, look, re- good waiters don't need to write stuff down. Yeah. Now, but the point is they will remember your order, uh, you know, perfectly. But until the minute is served and then they cannot recall what you ordered. Yeah. Right? They, it gets deleted from their kind of working memory. Yeah. And I, and I feel like um, the more things I can get out of that, the better. The more things I can get out of my working memory... You know, if I have to, like I have all the time in my pocket a permanent shopping list. And when I know that I need something, I write something on it. Yeah. And it's gone. And then I think, well, next time I'm in a shop, I'll look at that and I'll think, oh, yeah, I've got to get some more coffee. But I can't live like, you know, constantly thinking, oh, what was the three things I need to get? Eggs and something else. You know, I can't live like that. We'll come back on to this. I want to talk about priorities um, because how do you like buy eggs? you know, get my hair cut, invade Poland. Yeah. Uh, do, you know, th- how that's one of the things I struggle with. And I, I often get loads of stuff done on my list, but it's all like the get the hair cut stuff. And I'm ne- I, I've yet to invade Poland. Um, Chris, 
Well, I was I was sort of going to pick up on both those points, really. I, th- I think, that, you know, um, there's more to this um, th- this Zaganic effect than uh, than just simply the um, the offloading of, of your sort of short short term memory. You know, there's this there's this there's a whole kind of um, you know subsequent set of psychological kind of uh, um, studies that have looked at you know the impact of writing down goals um but but fundamentally that you will you are more likely to remember an unfinished job than than one that is finished right which was the 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 point nick was making about the waiters um but what that means is when you when you write a list the theory kind of goes that by writing something down you are in effect starting that task that's the the kind of you you've begun that task so you write it down you make it manifest and then it sits in your short-term memory right and is a source of angst to some extent yeah until it's completed there's this kind of catharsis about the completion of an event wait 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 when it's not written down isn't that also angst you know because you haven't even started it and it's um, going to sit there bothering you until you've until you've at least written it down, and then it's like, well, now it's in the system. Yeah. So, so uh, well, there's also an argument for the writing of it down, right? That that um, they've looked at the extent to which um, writing something down helps you realise there's a job that needs to be done, um, but I don't need to think about that now. So your focus can actually now attune to whatever it is you you happen to be doing at the moment, knowing that that job is parked somewhere whereas if you don't your attentional focus is is sort of split if you keep it as a mental list you know and you you've got this idea of i you know i need to turn the iron off or something it will sit there and so there's this argument that um writing lists is a way of reducing anxiety but all you know because you you the alternative is effectively a mental knot in your your handkerchief which sits there and bothers you um but also that it's about um, commitment to the to the task and accountability to the task, and that when they've looked at people who write, you know, um, teams that write their goals down, mm. they you know the studies they have done have shown it's more likely they will achieve those goals because they've they're effectively accountable for them and they've written them down. So it's not just about okay, c- can I keep track of these things? It, there's, there's there seems to be more to the production of a to do list than than just that. Um, Jordan, um, wh- how do you prioritize stuff? Because, like I say, that's what I struggle with. I struggle with the thing with tasks that um, you sort of you start it and you can kind of tick it off, but it's not completely finished. Um, yeah. But also, I struggle with priorities. I think the key for me is not putting things off, like just doing the thing as quickly as possible. So, just taking advantage if you just if you know you have to do something, just not letting it linger and just go and do it. JFDI. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing. If you put something off, then I feel like the chances of you doing it decrease dramatically. Okay, I mean, that's well, fine. Well, but sorry, what about yes, priorities? I'm just going to link together what Chris has been saying and what Jordan said. Okay. Uh, Chris, uh, obviously, the cognitive science is fairly clear that, you know, it's, it is, like, in some sense, better to write it down. Like, it's healthier in the way that you won't be badgered by your own subconscious. Mm. But being badgered by your subconscious is a way of getting stuff done. Yeah, I feel like that's exactly. that's Jordan's uh, strategy, is to think, well, you know, actually, if I write this down, my brain will think I'm doing it. Mm. But actually, it's better 
for me to not do that because then I'll actually do it instead of just like making a note to myself to do it later. I I, I, I also feel like um, the right, like you say, you're tyrannised by your lists to some extent. I also feel there is an element of of creating a to-do list which is tyrannous. You know, they they are by their nature Sisyphean, right? There's always the next thing on on the list that I, I never finish my to-do list you know and it gives you this sense of like you know life being one long to-do list with the last yeah. item being die you know um, <laughs> and um and you won't even get keep putting it off you know yeah um and 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 so you know that 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 sort of sense of constantly keeping track of what you've got to do you know there there, there must be a a freer and easier way out there that doesn't well, well, look, I mean, this sort of begs the question, when we were talking about, um, you know, where to-do lists come from, if you're a peasant living a thousand years ago, you probably don't really have a, a to-do list, right? Um, and in many ways, don't get me wrong, I think our lives, albeit with these to-do lists, uh, are, are in measurably better than they might have been for a peasant, okay? Um, I don't think you need to go back to the Middle Ages. Well, I, but I, no, I, I, no, of course I, I you don't. I want to take you back to 1998. Okay, right? right, yeah. When I was a student... Uh, I didn't have to do. Didn't this. have a do list. You I didn't, didn't need, need one. Yeah, them. and I didn't, and I didn't have a means of kind of maintaining one anyway. You know, I knew that I had. You know, I was stu- You have lot three, four courses that you're doing at university, and you know that each week you have to do, you know, an essay or whatever. Mm. Um, you know, that's it. It's like actually, I don't. Everything else is just happens, and then I think gradually. You know, I got a cal- got a diary when I was sort of, you know, in the year 2000, physical one, mm. and wrote things in it, like, you know, meet uh, uh, meet uh, Jerry at the pub kind mm. of thing. Um, and uh, it really has burgeoned from there mm. to being something where now, you know, every single day, I mean, I could not function. I couldn't remember what I was meant to be doing. When I was, you know, when in the 90s, I used to remember my appointment. Oh, we're meeting up at the pub on Wednesday. I remember that. Yeah. Um, it's imp- I can't conceive of that now. Mm. Of remembering that we made an appointment to meet up in two weeks' time, it's. Yeah. I, I I I think the prioritization issue uh, is an interesting one because it's 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 almost a question to me is what's the optimal number of things to be mm. on your on your to do list because that is a question of prioritization, right? So I think Nick has got himself to the stage where literally, you know, v- v- virtually every thing that he actually has to do goes on a list and you know Mm. that is clearly in itself stressful right because you've got a million things on your list to do (laughs) Um, and and you've got to curate that list and maintain that list which becomes a job in itself but you know that there is an argument which you know um some psychologists have argued you know the the rule of three that a to-do list should only ever have three things on it but that to me feels i can remember three things right you know if it's like breathe eat and you know sleep yeah i i remember those things but to me it's more about when you get to the limits of you you know that kind of um the generation game uh thing of of you know the, Mm. the 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 cuddly toy and you know when it gets to the the bounds of your ability to hold it in your head yeah that's that's how many things you need on the list but not absolutely everything yeah um um i'm listen we need to draw to a conclusion soonish i don't necessarily have a question um one thing i want to say though for me this is i've got a p- potential question great i mean yeah. i've we're, we're not quite there yet but pretty soon but just to say this is important for me actually because i struggle with this kind of stuff and um 
you know, I don't know if this is oversharing, but I recently went through quite a, a lengthy process um, at the end of which I was diagnosed with having um, ADD. Okay, so I've I've officially you know been to a psych, gone through a therapist and a psychiatrist. I should have told you that. In right. Minutes. Well, here, well, here's the thing. For me, it was just a I had it, I had not even in the first you know minute of a of a therapy session because I'd filled out information before just saying hey this is who I am and that's not why I was there I was for other stuff by the way um, well actually it was similar sort Wait, of stuff crazy. can we get you back to the subject <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's, he's, he's lying on a couch at the moment <laughs> yeah. we're sat behind but, him but the, <laughs> but the point is I've gone through that and I've got I've got you know attention deficit deficit disorder um, I don't have the hyperactivity but um and this is what led me to that, actually, is I cannot get stuff done in my life, you know, um, and hopefully, you know, soon I will. Well, um, uh, but don't no, don't forget that you are getting lots of stuff done. And mm. and, and, and the, what, the flip side of the Zygonic effect is that you don't realise how much you've done, because once it's out of your head and off the to do list, it, it gets deleted from your brain. And I, and I find that sometimes you can have a day where you get to the end of it and you think, well, what have I done? I've done nothing. I yeah. haven't thought about anything. I haven't written anything. And then you look at all the emails you've, you've done sent all this stuff. and all the tasks you've done and you're like, no, actually, this has actually been yeah, a hugely productive Yeah, that was a great day. bath. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but that to me is something, you know, being able to squeeze in time for a bath is, yeah. is an awesome yeah, yeah, yeah. win for me. So, yeah. you know, and but of course you don't remember that, you know. No. You, so so you, I think it, it's what well, it reminds me of climbing a mountain, you know, where you are constantly looking at the slope ahead of you and if yeah. you don't stop sometimes and turn around and say wow how high up i am you know you uh you don't get a chance to enjoy the fruits of all of that effort and i think you have many fruits that you should enjoy <laughs> first of all wise words as ever from <laughs> nick here but secondly nice mixture mixing up of analogies there yeah. um look more or less let's stop um nick's got a question he wants to ask us but before we do anything anyone wants to say Okay, Nick. Yeah, so what is the thing that has been on your to-do list for the longest? <laughs> wow. Okay, so if you've got... I mean, you, you may have something already, Nick. Um, yeah, well, like, I have, I do have a few, like, eternal tasks, which generally are about... So I've been writing this paper for um, about three years now, which is uh, about um, trying to create a, what I describe as a centrist manifesto basically an argument that we should all be centrists uh, and, and, and abandon the idea of political allegiances and all of that. And it's very well evidenced. It's chock full of footnotes and it's currently about two pages long. And, <laughs> and I think if I get, if I, you know, it pops up on my to-do list and I then normally I'm too busy to sit down and think about it. So I snooze it to like a week's time. And, and it keeps cropping up. I mean, it's going to change the world, this thing. Yeah, I'm, well, I look has, forward to when it, it arrives. Yeah. Literally yeah, hardly anyone's tried centrism yeah. before. <laughs> no, um, no, they have not in the way that I've got. I mean, I, this is, we're going to nail it once and for all. This is going to be the final statement uh, for centrism. But I just never have time to sit down and actually, how, it requires thought. And how, how long do you think this statement or mission I, I, I would be happy with 10 pages. You can do it, Nick. I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to push it through, I reckon, um, at some point. Maybe not this week. Maybe next week. <laughs> I know what's on my to-do list that's been there the longest, and it's and actually it is a source of mental anguish, uh, which is I said brilliant. A way to get this stuff done is to put it on my calendar and have it repeating, which is basically exercise. So I have cycling and swimming and running on there, okay, um, and I got them interspersed throughout the week and going into infinity, and I just never bloody do them. Yeah. <laughs> 
um, and it, I just see them pop up. Yeah. It just makes me feel really bad about myself, you know. And, and but I've not got all. I've not get got. I have not yet got round to organising myself to cancel them on my calendar. Yeah, yeah. you know, no, and, you, and you don't put want that, to put that on your to do list. I, yeah, I need to put it on yeah. my to do list. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's have Jordan. My, I've got an injury that I've been carrying for a long time, where I've, that requires surgery on my shoulder. Okay, uh, that I know I need to do, but I just haven't. You know, got you're living in a country with with like free, free healthcare, healthcare, and you, yeah. you made it sound there like you're going to. Conduct the surgery yourself, <laughs> just under local anesthetics, and yeah. lean over and uh, yeah, get yeah. the scalpel out. Yeah, well, um, it might be faster way of doing it if I do. Um, have you been to the GP about it? Yeah, yeah, I've had an MRI scan, and I've just I've done all the things leading up to the surgery. I just haven't done the surgery part. Okay, you but I will. You just, but also, you don't even need to do anything. You just need to say to someone, "I want to do it," and they will sort out the rest. You know, maybe I need a to do list. You need well, a to-do list, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris, you strike me as a, someone who just has done... You're a man, you're clearly a man who I can see that anything you have wanted to achieve in life and have written down or you, you've you then done it, yeah? So please don't disabuse me of this. Yeah, well, I wouldn't... I wouldn't... I wouldn't say that's true, but um, what, what I find difficult on to-do lists is... Um, perpetual tasks like you said exercise right well when does that when does that end when do you get to scribble that one off and 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 from this is one of the problems i think with to-do lists is um i i um i have sort of learning to surf down on my to-do list now i'm trying to do that yeah right but it's comprised you know many different little bits that 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 are, are, are you know require doing and it's going to be a kind of life's work. And it's um, so that's been on my to do list for a long time. I'm still trying to do it. I could probably do it a bit quicker, but it's still going to be a still going to be a long time. And I don't know what you do about those things. Wouldn't a great footnote to this be that one day actually you can cross it off. You can yeah. say, I have learnt surf. Yeah. Yeah. And then you end up in the newspaper sort of drowning or getting yeah, getting, getting right. bitten by a shark or yeah. something well then my last item is indeed ticked up on my life's to-do list so yeah all right we'll stop there um as always thanks for listening if you have any thoughts or suggestions for topics you can email us at podcast at we'd love to hear from you also if you've enjoyed the podcast chris what should you do um you should write down on a list to uh subscribe or like us you should you both, preferably should. both. Yes. Yeah. and then do it immediately so you can cross yeah. it off don't put it off don't put it off okay thanks as always for listening I'm Fraser McGrew we've been here with Jordan Fermanis Chris Ragg and Nick Hare of Alvin Insights until next time goodbye mm-hmm.